Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. You know what it's like to have your confidence in people shaken by how they blindsided you with a bad behavior? In a way that makes you feel skeptical in the future of any other person's intentions, even those that had nothing to do with the events of your past? You may not even know that this still affects you. Affects you when selling, leading others, parenting, and even the quality of your marriage. The people you employ may bring with them low levels of trust toward others or authority figures simply because of how they were treated at home or because they were the child of a divorce, the spouse of a cheating partner, or an employee of a dishonest manager at a previous company. Yet there are some people who have never had a situation where someone misled them or hurt them, or they mentally processed it as an unusual incident, one that they will most likely never, ever experience again. It's not a genetic trait you or they now have. It's an embedded one, grafted into your psyche from the past and affecting your behaviors in future relationships. We can either be Pollyanna and believe people will always do what they say, or we can be skeptical and never believing. Ronald Reagan once said about nuclear arms disarmament, trust but verify. And that about sums up a good place to be on having a level of this trait. Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined and the eighth of nine episodes uncovering key traits that drive top-performing sales professionals. In today's episode, we're focusing on a person's level of belief they have in others and how it impacts their performances. So what exactly is belief in others? As defined by the CTS sales profile, this scale measures a salesperson's belief in both self and others. High scores are optimistic due to their trust in others and their belief that they are solely responsible for their success and failure. They tend to see everyone as a potential prospect and have no problem asking for referrals. On the other hand, low scores may become negative if things aren't going well and may stop pursuing a prospect or sale. They can be rigid, formal, and skeptical of others' intentions. The level of a salesperson's belief in others can directly impact their relationship with their sales manager. Brian Tracy once said that the greatest gift that you can give to others is the gift of unconditional love and acceptance. By demonstrating a strong belief in others, a salesperson can build a stronger relationship with their manager. And one research study published in the Journal of Personal Selling and Sales Management found that salespeople who believe in others tend to have stronger relationships with their sales managers, which leads to better overall sales performance. And what about prospecting? When prospecting and setting appointments, Belief in others can make all the difference. Zig Ziglar once said, You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. This mindset is centered around a belief that people will want you to help them. 
Reps who score high are more likely to approach potential clients with a genuine desire to help them, making it easier to set appointments and establish rapport with them. They believe that good things will happen to them because people will positively respond to them. This will even change the inflection in their voices and make them sound positive and more believable. I don't know about you, but some of my best prospecting days occurred after one positive experience when calling for business, one person's reaction and acceptance of me and my call. This one call generated the optimism that others would follow and supercharged my calling time for the rest of the day and seemed to make other phone calls easier and more productive. Now let's talk about approaching people and developing rapport. Belief in others plays a key role in doing that because high scores are more likely to have an optimistic attitude when moving toward people, which makes it easier to connect with them. Sales expert Jeffrey Gittimer says, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. And when salespeople approach prospects with a genuine attitude that they will be able to help them, they can quickly establish rapport and trust, leading to a more successful sales interaction. And even the need discovery stage in the sales process has helped because a genuine belief in others can empower those people to ask sensitive questions and delve deeper into the client's concern. Okay, think about this. If you were skeptical of people and their reactions to you and your questions, how would this attitude affect you? Would it make you hesitate because of a lower confidence? According to Harvard Business Review, trust is the conduit for influence. It's the medium through which ideas travel. When a salesperson trusts their prospect, they can create a safe place for open conversation, enabling them to gather valuable information needed to craft an effective sales solution. Let's jump to handling objections and concerns. All of us know that they're an inevitable part of the sales process, especially as the deal size grows larger. However, salespeople with a strong belief in others are better equipped to handle these challenges. By trusting the intentions and capabilities of their clients, they can address concerns with empathy and understanding. Dale Carnegie, the renowned author of How to Win Friends and Influence People, once said, When dealing with people, remember, you are not dealing with creatures of logic, but creatures of emotion. And by believing in others, salespeople can effectively navigate the emotional landscape of objections, ultimately leading to better outcomes. Lastly, a high level of trust can impact a salesperson's ability to ask for a decision. High scorers in this trait are more confident in their client's ability to make an informed choice, making it easier for them to ask for that commitment. They understand that their role is not to force a decision, but rather to provide the necessary information and support to empower the client. This approach not only increases the likelihood of closing a sale, but also fosters long-term client relationships built on trust and respect. I remember having a bank president on the phone the day after I had presented a large proposal for services. I was seeing my car, and I was outside Office Depot, and I was talking with him. 
And I remember him saying, it's a lot of money. And to this day, I do not know why I said, you just need to suck it up and do it. How crass, right? I had never used this type of language before or since, but it just felt comfortable in his reaction. And you know what happened? He laughed. Yes, he laughed and he said, I guess you're right, which led to one of the best relationships and more and more business as I worked with his bank. While believing in others plays a vital role in various aspects of a salesperson's performance, it also greatly impacts sales leaders' coaching reps. They believe will react positively to their coaching. I've seen tons of sales leaders being disappointed by those they hired, which led to lower levels of belief in future hires, and this carried over attitude of distrust negatively affected their coaching. Previous bad rep behaviors affected the quality and spirit of their coaching in the present and the new reps, and they had nothing to do with what happened to this sales leader in the past. Now, before we end, of course, there is a negative effect to guard against when having natural high levels of trust in others, and that's in people taking advantage of you. So remember to trust, but verify. Verify the rep did what they said they would do. Verify or ask prospects if they are still prospects and when. The time frames within, they want to buy. Verify the budgets of your clients. Trust, but verify. You might even trust some people on some things until you have a need to verify what they say. That will depend upon the magnitude of what they are doing and the impact on you, them, or others. Next week, we will look at the last important trait to understand when recruiting and coaching the best sales reps, optimism. Until then, do your best for the benefit of others. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.